Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Rap Chat Podcast. And before we head into the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, make sure to comment, and also to subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, make sure to leave us a rating and also leave us a review. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Rap Chat Podcast, where we post new clips of the show every single week. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Luke Dick. I'm Elias Eldridge. And I'm Sam Kenny. All right. Welcome everybody back to the podcast. Good to have everyone last, here. Last uh, one with last us. Last virtual well, podcast. Yeah, last Sam's yep. virtual podcast. That's mm-hmm. actually really hype. Oh. I can't wait, dude. I've, yeah, this, this and feels... it's cool because he'll he'll get here on Friday and then we like record right on Sunday. So mm-hmm. it'll be kind of like a quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I miss having Sam. Yeah, man, it's right gonna here, be a dude. fun one. Yeah. I just always hold Sam's hand under the desk <laughs> yeah. you know, while we do these. Yeah, and like <laughs> playing footsies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Dude. <laughs> classic pod, classic part of the podcast. Yeah, man. Everyone loves <laughs> it. Everyone loves it. That's the only way I get through these. Things. We need to get like a like <laughs> like uh, when we uh, like if we ever upgrade the the fucking studio or whatever. Like we need to get like you a foot the kitchen cam. table. Like a yeah, like a cam under the under the table <laughs> that it switches to every once in a while, and we can just shows us all playing footsie. <laughs> <laughs> the entire the entire hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Just nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Pascal so talking about a great We're game. It's like running, running your fucking leg up there. <laughs> <laughs> Just carefully caressing each other's yeah. thigh. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking like how we are now. Like except just, yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's just like super casual. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so Pascal's still having a great game. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so if anyone's tuning into the podcast for the first time, you're obviously clearly getting the vibe. Um, so, today on the schedule, we have game recaps. We're recapping the Portland game, and we're recapping like, the dreaded Portland game, and we're mm. recapping the uh, Charlotte game. Mm hmm. Uh, I didn't get a chance to actually finish watching that before we started. I watched the first half. The Charlotte yeah, one? Yeah, I didn't get a chance. I honestly should have watched the second half first. I, it was, it was, it I'll was, fill you in. Yeah, it was just like a cool game. Okay. Like nothing really crazy yeah. stood out. I mean, good uh, from what I saw, it's good to see more people from the bench getting mm, to play. But mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. Anyway, so then we're doing game recaps. Uh, what, then we've got... Then we're doing... Uh, we have just some like trade ideas uh, okay. for the Raptors. Trade. Like, we'll trade like targets. We got sure. Trade, target the deadline. Trade deadline's coming up. Yeah. What is it? February seventh. Uh, Shoot. Tenth. 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 Right. That's right. Okay. Okay. February tenth. Yeah. So trade the deadline's, deadline's coming up. When's the All Star weekend? Is that the twentieth weekend? Like twenty first. Uh, I think like it's that? like the eight. Yeah, eighteenth, twentieth, something. Like, yeah, around there. Cool. Mid February. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right on our February break. Yeah. And then um, uh, player of the week. It's okay. Yeah. So I'm player of the week, and then looking Sweet. ahead. Yeah. All right, so uh, without further ado, uh, I rewatched the Portland game. Lucky you. And yeah, right. Oh uh, yeah. So I, I think I'm probably gonna zoom through this one a little bit. Yeah, man. Yeah. Please, like, do. Yeah, <laughs> Please do. Yeah, it's it's really know. nothing special. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we really had so first quarter really man nothing happened with our offense. We got cooked up by CJ. They were just cashing threes. We started the game one for eleven. Jesus Christ. Uh, our defense was chasing everything. We looked super tired. Fred is looking extremely tired. Gary looked uh, one thing I did note though was Gary was looking very confident but he just wasn't hitting anything mm-hmm. um, and then Chris with two early threes was cool to see he's our only offense in the first quarter <laughs> yeah, he's the only <laughs> like, it's true it, what was it like it was like four to like 25 or something yeah. like that I'm like dude what Fred was one for eight <laughs> was Gary was 0 for six and they just were cashing like what is um, Anfrey Simon Anfrey Simon Anfrey, what, how, what, do you, oh, what is his name Anfrey Anferny. Anferny Simons. Yeah, like uh, Penny Hardaway. Yeah, Penny Hardaway's real name is Anferny. So his name Anferny. Anferny. Yeah. Say it slower. An-fer-ny. 
Fernie. Anne Fernie. Yeah. Okay, Anne Fernie. Anne Fernie Simons. Um, so, yeah, second quarter, uh, more threes for Portland. Uh, rebounding was horrible, which is weird because the only person who – I feel like, man, um, uh, Yusuf Nurkic, uh, just, dude, mm-hmm. guy is – like, he's their one seven-footer, and he was getting all the rebounds. It's like, it's come on, guys. Boy. Like, what the heck? And then he's slow as hell. Um, and de- our defense was getting a little bit better, uh, but, uh, yeah, we, I mean, there were, honestly, we were both turning the ball over Portland near the end of that quarter, turning were, the ball over. So they were scoring out their, of our turnovers. Yeah, they were, were, uh, we just couldn't, yeah, they were hitting lots of freeze threes and we couldn't create any offense. We had no, uh, like we like to score <clears> in transition <throat> we had no transition offense. No, like, nothing, no, bro. No. We weren't and, scoring in transition And like we had all. opportunities too. We just kept stopping. Like we, I know. we weren't running. It was whack. And, and we had... And I think a big sign for like the lack of uh, energy was for the entire game we took 54 threes. <laughs> um for a team that has like three above average shooters, that I think that's just a sign of like fatigue. Yeah. Like oh, Fred yeah. took 15, OG took totally. 7, Scotty took 11, Gary took 11. Ugh. Uh Pascal only took one, uh but Champagne two for two. Chris, uh Chris but yeah, five, like, like yeah. we were just yeah, Chris just, I think that's a sign five? of guys. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, Chris had a nice game. Yeah, if Chris uh, can shoot three for five every game. Oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> let's go. He's untouchable. That'd be so he's high. a he's a fifty million dollar player. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Uh, but you know, it's honestly, it's not, it's not tough to assume Chris could go like three for what nine during a game. No, I, uh, right for, now, right for, now, I would be surprised. Yeah, like three for seven. Like I wouldn't mind, but I don't really want Chris taking seven threes. No, but uh, it's tough. I mean. What are you really going to trade off? If he doesn't make his first two, I don't want him to shoot any more than one. Like, after that, it's yeah. like... If, I feel like I'll give know. him three. If he doesn't make one of those... Okay, I'll say three. If he yeah. goes over three, then no more. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I agree. Um, so, third quarter, uh, we came out a lot more aggressive. I think that people just, like, we just had... We were like, okay, guys, we're a fucking great basketball team. Like, mm-hmm. we need to fucking pick I, up. I, was, I, I saw it coming. I yeah, saw oh, it yeah. Coming. I mean, everybody saw it coming. Um, I saw it coming. Because we don't back. suck. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like the Raptors don't suck. Like as much as our record, Portland's sucks, defense sucks. Portland's defense is <laughs> yeah. god awful. That was the most annoying part. It's like we only scored, uh, what was it, thirty four in the first half against yeah. Portland. Yeah, I mean like that's the thing. We can, yeah, sorry, I didn't mention halftime. Sixty four, thirty four, down to exactly thirty <laughs> points. Like which is just like, dude, what? Uh, um, so we had Fred with four early fouls, man. Just because he's tired, man. You can just tell, dude. Oh, this and guy then he, is... and then he didn't play against Charlotte because of. Sorny. Dude, I'm like, he honestly, we need to sit him out for like a week. For real. Like, like a solid week. Like, like, don't play him, bro. Like, he, he's going to get scared. injured. As I'm scared. Fuck. <laughs> I know. Like, it, like, and you even saw him breaking down in that Portland game. Like, he was breaking down. Like, yeah. like, oh, yeah. He was falling. Like, just, just, you know, ma- reaching, making bad plays. Um, tough rebounding with Nurkic. I don't even understand why because he's fucking slow as hell and there's the only guy there. CJ really McCollum rebound. had 10 rebounds. Yeah, dude. Like, what? Um, he was chasing his shots and stuff and chasing everybody. He was crashing the boards hella. Yeah. Um, Scotty had a nice block on uh, Anthony Simons. Uh, he fucking swatted that shit. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and that was... I just wanted to mark that down. It was really nice. It made me um, smile. Yeah. Um, but I wrote down any threes they hit were so big because the, the three-point shooting wasn't as good as it was in the first half, like for Portland. But any threes that they did hit in the second half, like even if they hit like whatever it was, like maybe five threes in the in the second quarter, like every single one of those threes was huge, mm-hmm. like huge. Um, we had a couple nice plays near the end of the third transition basketball by Pascal, of course. Pascal really started turning it up there. And then uh, I was wrote down that like Justin's Justin's form 
Like his shot form looks so nice. It's looks good. very smooth totally. for where he's at. Yeah. It's weird to think he's a rookie because I'm like, like he's an older rookie, right? Like he's like yeah, he was he was a senior. Yeah. Isn't he like 20? But still 22 though. Yeah, like probably. yeah, uh, like that. 22. Yeah. That's the thing too. Like he looks older than 22. Like like he looks like fucking 25 mm. or 26. So he just, he just plays a very um. It's not really polished, but he just has a game where like he, he feels the game so well. Yeah. He's like twenty actually. No, yeah, he's twenty. Um, he's twenty. He's twenty. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's my age. Oh yeah, my 2001. god, that's so weird. What? Yeah. yeah, he's your age, dude. This guy looks thirty fucking five, dude. What the fuck? I hate What's, when? What? When was his birthday? Uh, June 29th. Two thousand and one. Yeah. Yeah. He's older than me by like a month. I saw, dude, I hate that. Wow, I thought he was 22, man. Or no, two months. I thought, what he, the I, fuck, I thought he, man. I thought he was in college for four years. Um, I guess I'm guess I'm mixing up him and his brother, like their college years. But like yeah. Justin, he has a game where he, he plays with like such a 2001. Like the way he can just this guy looks like he was born in 1985. <laughs> I hate the NBA. The way, Sorry, Sam. The way the way he's just able to like follow the ball and mm-hmm. just it's like he he hasn't played many. Like he's played what maybe 15 games where he's actually played real rotation minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he just already knows how to read off of guys like Pascal and Fred. Yeah. And that's, like, kind of crazy for a rookie of, like, any stature yeah. to do. But it's just, like, a, that's kind of just an innate thing, I guess. Like, some guys just kind of have that feel. So it kind of gives me hope for, like, all parts of his game that mm-hmm. he's already got. Like, this. that's, like, the hardest part is, like, feel for the game. Mm-hmm. It's hard to learn that. And his form, like you just said, Luke, it, it looks pretty polished. And it's just a matter of reps, right, hitting. Yeah. I'm getting that shot down, getting that corner three down. He'll be such um, a good bench guy for us, man. Tor- I, he's one of those guys who's, I don't think he'll be as good as this guy, but you think of a guy like PJ Tucker. Oh, yeah. just carved yeah. out a role, yeah. trying really hard, uh, playing with a great feel, and hitting corner threes. Well, who knows, and, Sam? Like, honestly, he, I, yeah. I'd say he could definitely be as good as PJ Tucker. Like, PJ yeah. Tucker wasn't even in the league for the longest time, and he's only been in the league for no. a couple of years. And it's yeah. on the tail end of his career. Yeah. Like, Justin Champagne, yeah. he's 20 years old, man. Like, if he gets all this league experience for so, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that yeah. is valuable. I think, I think, valuable. Be, I think he more skilled. Tucker is not a very skilled basketball yeah, player. Yeah, I think he'd be Fun Justin Champagne facts. He is shooting oh, 100% no. from the free throw line in the season. Wow. Nine, on how many, like? Nine for nine. But, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he is a 40% three-point shooter. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, nine for and 20, how many attempts? Nine for 22. That's not bad, though. Hey, no, definitely not. not yeah. <clears throat> Probably all in the corner. And, um, I mean, like, when you're barely getting hardly any minutes in a game and you come in, like, especially this Portland game, you shoot two threes and you make them both, like, all right. Yeah, like, Dude, the, I hate that NBA players are my age now. Dude, that's fucked. I think I'm older than Scotty. Actually, this, no, he's this draft is the. How am I older? This draft older is the first I'm year older than Scotty. You're older than Scotty. Dude, I'm like I'm like, like Paolo Bancaro, younger than me, stuff like that. <laughs> and it's like, come on, dude. It's whack. It's weird. It's very weird. But honestly, yeah, that's got a, like, that's a weird feeling. These dudes are freaks of nature. Like, okay, you look twenty, yeah. but let's. But be like, real. I always, I never, never was ever, I never, never had like the right perspective until now when I'm actually their age. Cause like I was yeah, younger, yeah. and I was like, oh, I could still grow ten inches yeah. and gain <laughs> thirty pounds, you know. <laughs> but now it's like I'm here and I'm just the same. Yeah. <laughs> the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The pounds. same little weenie mother. Same little stick boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But anyways, yeah, no, I know, I know exactly what you mean. There's always the pipe dream of a person. It's, it's like my window's closed. Five foot nine. It's like, being <laughs> like, what if I was six two? It's like I can't do it anymore. Yeah. My, I'm done. I'm out the game. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting my, my my whole thing was like, there's a story like Michael Jordan's parents weren't very tall, and none of his and brothers are six, over. Six. 
Yeah, none, no. I, none of his brothers They're are over six, six feet, feet tall. Yeah, so I was like, oh, MJ, MJ six six freaking nature. It'll, it'll happen to me. Can you imagine <laughs> if MJ got like one different gene now and then wasn't Michael Jordan? Yeah, <laughs> like that's just crazy, bro. And he, he was just one of his brothers. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's it's weird because like it's a talk show's brothers. I remember like just watching the Last Dance documentary and like his some of his brothers came and like sat down and like did mm-hmm. an interview. I'm like, and they look like tall people. Mm-hmm. They look like tall people, but they're actually not. And then you think about Michael Jordan, and he's like, yeah, I mean Michael Jordan was under average NBA height, six foot six. Like mm-hmm. that's like I mean that's still a tall dude, but like you know what I mean. Anyways, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about this. No, that's not, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so fourth quarter, just to wrap up this stupid fucking game uh yeah uh we're trying so hard to make up a scoring deficit but uh, you know we got to four points we did get to four points but for the at least for the first half of the third quarter or even more let's say for like three quarters of that third quarter we weren't even playing any defense man like we were just get scoring in transition pascal was making all of our points we're just like hoping they don't score on a on an offensive possession they they start slowing down oh yeah we got lucky um, we looked hectic out there, both ends, but I understand why. We're just trying to put points on the board. Yeah. Uh, struggling really for anything. Pascal's just giving it his all. Uh, Portland yeah. uh, seemed flustered with the change of pace, though. They really couldn't like slow the game down. They really couldn't control the pace of the game. Yeah. We had it the whole time because they knew that as soon as we had that ball in our hands, we're running, we're running as hard as we possibly can. Delano Banton uh, was out there making really great passes. Uh, I, I think he him. hit like two threes for us. Uh, or maybe uh, that was in the Charlotte, was Charlotte game. game. Sorry, Charlotte game. But but he made, Delano he, he made won three. He made one. Yeah, he made a three, and like Delano was doing really good, man. I, I like. I, I love him in transition. Also, he's killing it in the G League, dude. Like killing. Oh my yeah, god, man. man! Like he's 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 shitting on it. Like it just goes to show, like I want Delano <laughs> as a part of our core. I need like want him as a part of our core in the future. Like he's him and him and uh, Scotty are gonna like they gotta have a special dynamic with each other. I kind I kind of like him being in the G League for the rest of the season though. And then I wouldn't mind it because I feel like he, he gonna, he's going to develop more in the G League than he will in the actual NBA. But that's the thing is like like it depends on like we're going to get in this to the trade stuff, but it depends on if we don't really if, if we don't really make any big moves in the trade deadline. I'd rather have him playing with yeah, us yeah. and then playing seven guys on a like consistently <clears throat> playing a seven man rotation. Um, so. Uh, yeah, Portland team frustrated. Delano works really good. He's keeping up with the pace and making great decisions. Like, he just was in there, and he just flowed right in. He wasn't the one guy, sorry, out how sometimes Utah can be like that. Yeah. Utah can be like, like when you put him in, he's the so he's the odd guy out, and you can tell. Uh, whereas Delano seems like he was just keeping pace and, and keeping up with everything. It was great. Gary he, heating up in the fourth quarter. It was so great to see him. Shots finally falling. How many threes did you can? Does it say how many threes uh, did he hit? Four. Three for four. Four for 11. Oh, in the, oh, in the, in the fourth, fourth quarter, quarter three, three for four, four which is really yeah. great. Um, and he hit a couple uh, mid-range sh- shots as well. Um, does it say what his field goal percentage was in the fourth quarter? He only shot three or four. And he, like, he only shot threes in the fourth quarter. Oh, really? Okay. The, I think in the third quarter. Um, so, yeah, uh, we cut the lead to four. Very impressive. Extremely impressive because we trailed by 34. Uh, that's, that's, actually, that's actually pretty crazy. It's, it is wild. If it we won really this game, that would have been insane. That would have been pretty crazy. But Unreal. honestly, that... I honestly, yeah, we just couldn't make up for it. Like yeah, it was, we were in too deep. Yeah, we were in much our too hole deep. Was, our hole was too big. Too big. Um, because the thing is, like, you cut a lead to four, but that's the thing is, like, you had to work so hard to get there. So although lo- although the lead might seem like four, like it's not very much. Yeah. Then somebody like An- Anthony yeah. Simons comes and hits a fucking three, and now it's one oh eight. That was a big three. Yeah. Yeah. Alvin yeah. Williams kept saying, like, if you want to come back, you have to like, perfect basketball. Yeah, yeah, he, like, yeah. It's exactly yeah. right. And uh, like, it's so annoying. Like we have like a big three, and then like fucking C.J. Ellaby would come make a tough layup. <laughs> <laughs> This guy, dude. 
Um, so yeah, Anthony Simons really cooked us. Him and CJ McCollum cooked us all game. Mm-hmm. Uh, five, although five minutes left in the third quarter, we finished with. Uh, so we, five minutes left with the, in the fourth quarter, we have eighty-three points. We finished with one hundred five, meaning we scored twenty-two points in five minutes. Just pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Like that's pretty wild to score twenty-two points in five minutes. And uh, then our final was one fourteen, one hundred five. We ended up losing this game. Um, I'm very disappointed with how we played in the first half of this game. I wish we would have played our bench worst more. Ha- worst half of basketball I've seen for a long time. It's pretty bad. It was worse yeah. than Utah Jazz one. But, but to be honest, though, oh, yeah. to be honest though, with you guys, I still felt of um, uh, more of a gel than we have in some of our worst losses in the past. That's why I wasn't super concerned. Well, the second half was good. Like, I That's was, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, even though, like, honestly, the reason why we did so bad in the first half was because we were just. Like we're still stuck with the seven man rotation. We're tired as hell. We're not trying on on possessions. Like it's not because we don't. We're not meshing with each other. Mm-hmm. It's because we're so fucking tired. <laughs> so um, honestly, I'm not even really like I'm really not that concerned with with the first half. It just literally has to come down to no, I, I think, exhaustion. No, that's definitely. I mean, Fred yeah. was two for twelve. OG two for nine. Mm-hmm. Like, Gary one for nine. It's like they get Scotty over six in the first half. Like this. But is, yeah, yeah. It's like, like what? Like just. They're exhausted, dude. They're running up, and they're practicing all the time, too. They're traveling all the time. Jet lag mm-hmm. exists. It's just like... Especially that's why I wonder, like, how much of Fred and Scotty being held... Like, I mean, we're recording right now, so I don't know if they're going to play tonight. Yeah. But of Scotty and Fred getting held out against the Hornets was about just... Rest. Back to back. Let's give them... Like, yeah, it's like maybe his knee is bugging him, but let's give them a quick break. Like, you know, we'll see what we... Yeah, they're a game time decision against the Bulls. Yeah, I, so I uh, I think it was more just for rest, to be honest. Yeah, it literally was, was, especially yeah. Fred. I hope so. <laughs> especially, I hope Fred. so. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I really hope he ditched this seven man rotation. I don't like it. Yeah, I know. Honestly, like, if you want to build up some endurance and some stamina, uh, sure for a little bit. Yeah, not, but not like for the whole season. Yeah, it's but now honestly though, based on the Charlotte game, which we're gonna get into, I think that we can mm-hmm. actually start trusting our bench a little bit more I hope so. um and I, hope so. I mean minus fee but but i mean malachi <laughs> got out there and was like at least for the first time hey, man, I was I'll, watching, I'll, i've got some praise well. for malachi yeah, i've got game, some praise dude. for malachi that's that's you guys want to so yeah let's switch into the right charlotte game and who's that was that you or sam sam that was oh, that right. was mine samuel all right Kenny. sambo all right this was a really fun game uh before the game we got the news that uh fred and uh, Scotty were both out. Uh, Fred with some knee soreness, and then Scotty with right <coughs> wrist swelling. Uh, so our starting lineup was uh, massive: Pascal, Gary, OG, Precious, and Chris. So basically, it was this at first this scared me, and all game it was kind of worrying me because when you look at this lineup, the only guy with an above-average handle for his position is Pascal in this lineup, uh-huh. and maybe Precious, like in. Like, above average first position, yeah, handle. but like also, yeah. you know, at the same time, though, like if you, if you look at Charlotte, they're not an incredibly big team, you know. No, so, no, it's just no. Mason Plumley. Yeah, and even then, like they didn't, they especially because uh, they been playing like PJ Washington as a backup center. He's only mm-hmm. six seven. He got kicked out right away. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and so and before this game, I was noting like recently the Hornets have been really uh, playing really well. Mm-hmm. They've got a top six offense in the league. And their defense, though, is atrocious. Mm-hmm. It's a bottom five defense. Well, Lamella Ball's and... on the team, so the defense can't be that great. Lamella's a good defender. He is a good <laughs> defender, but I'm saying, like, he's so offensively oriented. Mm. Like, unless he's on a good defensive yeah. team, then, yeah, then his defense yeah. doesn't make a difference. Yeah, that's true. He's not, they're he's not like only an good, like, defender mm-hmm. is, is, uh, is, like, their only good defender right now is Cody Martin, really. 
and like Kelly Oubre tries. <laughs> That's kind of it dude, right now. Dude, what for the them. hell um, is up with Kelly Oubre's hair? Okay, good. I was what gonna the mention fuck that. was dude? Hate it. Dude, like <laughs> I don't mind. Good. I don't mind if your hair is blonde, like whatever. But, but like, like shaved all but, weird. But like, and and, and he, yeah, like he yeah. gelled it or something. Yeah. Like, like to look like <laughs> to look like a. It looks super anime. It looks like a. I don't even know how to describe it. Like like a like a white newscaster's haircut. <laughs> But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like it's like it's like gelled up in the front. You know what I'm saying? It's weird, yeah, no. weird. It looks very. I, weird. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize who it was at first because I just was so used to <clears throat> seeing him with long hair. Yeah, I'm like, like, oh, it's look, like it, looks, it looks horrible. <laughs> Even like this yeah, haircut, it's, it's, where it's like all blonde, was bad. Yeah, and it's too, it's too long. Like, it's too long to be like that. Yeah. But I don't know what the fuck is going on with his hair. But his but, old but, hair, uh, was Kelly Oubre, cool. man, Barber you gotta figure out his, your hair situation because that shit looks fucking wacky. Made his barber mad. His old hair was made his barber mad, and he uh. No, his old hair was cool. Uh, like yeah, Phoenix. yeah, I vibed with it. I just yeah, he's always kind of had the same hair. Well, there's all those so memes. I was like, taking back when I was... there's all those memes. Like every girl on TikTok loved Kelly Oubre. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> but and I mean, they haven't talked about. Now he's made himself look ugly as hell. He would do that on purpose. He like the attention. <laughs> he wants, yeah, yeah, he doesn't, yeah. doesn't want the attention. That actually yeah. might be even true, to be honest. He's like, yo, Barbie, give me the he's worst thing you can think of. Who up with the uh, ugly yo, shit? Yo, man, fuck my shit up. Yeah, bro. He's like, I got you, fam. Um, um, right, yeah, same. but before this game, I was worried because the Hornets do like to play a lot of zone. Like that's the only way they can get by on defense. And against, especially against this lineup, I thought that was going to kill us. They, they played a one-two-two really two at one point. At one point, and then they kind of just went away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this game, the theme of this game, man, was Pascal Siakam. Like the guy from literally the first basket until the until he checked out was just a force. Um, finishes the game with. 24, 12 assists, and nine boards. He was our point. He was technically a starting. 16 shooting. He was technically a starting point guard. He was full on the point guard. Yeah, yeah. He was full on the point guard. Uh, I think his eyes lit up every time he saw Miles Bridges on him, uh, and just took him down low. He made so many. He, I, I got a couple passes here. I highlighted. He had one where uh, he was running the break, and then kind of slowed down and stopped a bit, kind of in the mid range, and fired like just a quick. Uh, almost like a no look pass to OG on the baseline, and that was just showed so much mm-hmm. patience. And then a couple plays after that, uh, I think he missed a shot, and he had like an offensive rebound tip out to Delano in the corner. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the game, he drives middle, he draws all five Hornets defenders, mm-hmm. which he did consistently this game. Mm-hmm. Spun the Hornets defenders all thought he was going to go to Utah because he looked at Utah in the corner. Uh, while in the air, he looked off oh, Utah, yeah. kicked it out to Gary, top of the key for a three. I mean, he is just like Pascal. I mean, we an, talked about this. Like he could be a natural point guard for the in the pa- NBA, dude. <laughs> like he, man, he, he played, I mean, his, twelve assists. His ball handling looked good. Yeah, man, looked yeah. Really good. and and um, I think it was Matt or who was making the argument like that Pascal. You could argue is is having an even better season than his All Star season. Like oh I think yeah, he, I think he I is. Think so. Yeah, like I think and, he is. and defensively and uh, just more all around. I mean, like he's he's only trailing his points per game by the offense. Like. Um, Sorry, by the uh, uh, stat line of his all-star season by, like... 1.6. Yeah, 1.6, which he's averaging... So, in the in all-star season, it was 22 points. This one, it's, like, 21 points. Mm-hmm. But his assist has gone up his by, assist, like, a full assist or assist something. Assist and a half. Yeah, and exactly. his rebounds are up by one. Exactly. And uh, his turnovers and, are like the and same. And he's just and a the, better player. And the team is different, yeah. right? Like, we got we to gotta think about how, how different the team is. Like, Pascal, the, on, the, on the all-star season, the number one option is Kawhi. No, no, no he was the year after. That was the year Kawhi left. Is that 2019-2020? Yeah, quite, that was the year after Kwaile. He was the All-Star. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Most improved yes. year was yes. the Kwaile year. Yes, but um, 
even still, like you, you like on that team, like um, you know, not as much to not as much to work with, and like not Pascal has options a lot of options now right like just a lot more like especially with guys like gary gary on the team yeah and like um, kyle, og taking another like sort of heavy role and his all year like kyle was number kyle option and stuff exactly like that, so. kyle exactly um yeah. he is just he does ev- i i always just had a feeling like all game like and no matter what the talent was on the court with them just whatever pascal had the ball i just knew he was going to do something positive with it mm. whether it was going to be make a great high-level pass to a shooter or to a big, mm-hmm. or he was just going to take his time, shoot that mid-range jumper, or get to the paint, draw a foul. Like, every time he had the ball, I just knew something good is going to come of this because mm-hmm. he attracts so much attention. He knows exactly what to do. He never looks rushed anymore. Yeah. Like he's yeah. just so... I think that's the experience, right? Of like, it okay, is. I've had a few years of this where and teams then, are like, doubling I, me. I think last year was a good year for him to just kind of check himself a little bit mm. just be like yeah and I struggle gotta, and struggle yeah, yeah yeah and like you, you, learn from, you learn from all that kind of stuff right a lot of guys mm-hmm. go through that <clears throat> and yeah. um it's true i think he's i think he kind of realized like okay Probably worked out to his benefit gotta, oh, it did i think so mm-hmm. he kind of realized like okay this is what i'm good at this is what i'm not good at i'm gonna i'm gonna can't be somebody focus I'm more not. On, yeah i'm gonna focus more on what i am good at and uh yeah. you could be an all-star this year man katie's not playing so they gotta totally. replace him with forward i also think he was the best defender on the court for us this game I think, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Lam- he had some switches onto Lamelo, and Lamelo was just trying to get him off of him, and uh, he had some beautiful possessions on Miles Bridges. Just that's what an amazing game. He only and he played less than forty minutes in the end, so that was nice. A um, <laughs> couple other things, a <laughs> couple other things in the first uh, quarter. Uh, Donald Banton at two corner threes, which was yep. really nice to see. Uh, he was in foul trouble, so he couldn't really get like a big stint on the court. Shooting but he just... them confidently, oh. though. Yeah, his form looks yep. good too. And his form is looking much better. Much better. He had nice mid range uh, in that third quarter. He used to release he a little bit more just... from his chest, and now it's a little bit higher. Yeah. yeah, a little bit higher. Yep. I think that's gonna help him too in the mid range uh, off the mm-hmm. dribble, yeah, right? Because he's so tall, he can use that length. There's less of a hitch in his shot now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also thought. I mean, I'm kind of doing like full game thoughts here because I yeah, think that's sure. kind of better. Um, Gary and OG both <laughs> Gary with a really quiet uh, 32 um, like really I mean well first half of it was quite quiet like he was just hitting his open threes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was that third quarter and a bit in the fourth quarter he just started hitting some absurd yeah, was, I think mid-range like, jumpers in the third quarter when the Charlotte when Charlotte kind of made it close he was pissed he, off he about up. the Portland game because so. he did not do very well in the that's first his, half that's his former team yeah and he was pissed off so I, I think that carried into this game and Thirty-two points out of Gary Trent Jr. Hell yeah, man! That's season high. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I thought he did such a good job of playing off of Pascal. I sometimes Gary Trent can get into a habit of forcing a shot, mm-hmm. and I thought he didn't do that. Like he took a lot of tough shots because that's his game, but they weren't like I was like, why the hell would you take that? Like mm-hmm. you're hot. We need a guy like Pascal can't do every possession, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that one hit like that one foot deep two step back. It was just absurd shot. Um, when he's hot, man, he's, he's insane. OG eight for 14 for 24 points, just filling in. He had some beautiful drives and acrobatic finishes. And one play that I've loved, uh, it's really like become a signature play the last few games. And you're like, you're, you're going to see it at least like once or twice a game is where Pascal gets the rebound and OG sprints up, gets a smaller defender on his, on his back it could even if a smaller defender for OG is a guy his size even too because he's so strong 
Pascal throws a beautiful post-entry pass. OG gets it, and mm-hmm. either he's dunking it or he's getting free throws every single time. Yeah, OG's, a, OG's a great had, cutter. Yeah, too. great baseline great cutter. cutter. And Pascal always sees yeah. it. He always finds him. Um, OG, three for seven from three. He's been slumping a bit from there, so that was great to see. Just that's that's an OG. Like, I, that's my favorite games with OG when. He doesn't take a lot of individual like ISO possessions. Mm-hmm. He does like he attacks when there's an advantage there, but he's not. We're not running the offense through OG every time yeah, down. Yeah. I think that's when he's at his best. I think he's better. Um, like, he's a complimentary he's playing off guys. Yeah, I think he's more of a complimentary yeah. player than anything. And that's fine. Most guys in the league are complimentary Definitely. guys, and that just makes him. I think that just like leverages his skills. Like he's an amazing catch and th- shoot three point shooter, an amazing cutter. So strong inside, so he and just, just an amazing defender, mm-hmm. and 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 another great defensive game. You could say every game is. I mean, he's, he's been awesome. Yeah. Uh, Chris and Precious both started this game. Uh, I thought they both had nice Precious moments. Had two threes in well. the beginning of this game. Yeah, I think one, they, one I think they moved one of two in the end. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. one was changed with two. The form though. Uh, yeah, the form, form looked nice and yeah. the clean. And uh, he had a few really nice. Uh, reads I thought he had one where he threw a lob to Chris and then he had another where he got the ball in the uh, short roll and instead of shooting like a floater he actually made the extra pass to the corner for a three and he, that is just showing like real growth well, really gonna, slowing the yeah, game yeah I was going to say I noticed actually a lot of him just getting, like passing the ball which is huge for him because a lot of time he doesn't pass yeah. the ball right so uh, he's making yep. a lot of quick decisions and uh, yeah I was going to say it shows a lot of growth from him this, so far this season yep yeah, and, and honestly, uh, pretty Chris, quickly because I I would say that even like a month ago, Precious wasn't playing like that. Two weeks ago, yeah, <laughs> like, it's, like... Uh, he he's he's making especially when he drives to the basket, he's driving with a lot more authority, a lot more aggressiveness, and a lot less out of control. Yeah, before it just seemed like he never had a. I mean, you don't want to necessarily have a plan driving in because you don't mm-hmm. want to. You don't want to be super. You but there's a way that you can but, conduct your body in yeah. order to have options, yeah, right? Like jump like he, stops are very important because it just, then it just seems like he just kind of went in and just like. Just went straight no matter yeah. what, and mm-hmm. instead of trying to do something else, and then you just throw the ball off the backboard, and it just goes way off. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like going in under control, having some court awareness, so yeah. you know who else is out there. His hands um, are still bad though. There's one. He, has, he had yeah. this one really good cut, and uh, Malachi saw him and hit him. And it was yeah. like an easy pass, and, oh. he, and he just straight up just didn't catch it. He's got the world's worst. And just straight up just like he's got the worst hands. <laughs> I was um, like, yep. Chris Boucher, man, I he's gone to the point now where you know every single night what you're getting from Chris, yeah. and this was another night, Finally. two for three from three. Man, the defense in that second half was so disruptive. He tries so hard. like He is just always diving on the floor. He's always getting his hands uh, in passing lanes. He's rotating to defend the rim. He's just been so awesome, man. This is you the can't Chris we know and love and miss. Mm-hmm. We yep. love this. He's up to almost 10 points a game. Wow. And up to almost 30% yeah, three-point shooting. <laughs> no. Really? 30% almost. That's crazy. He was at 22% he was, for like... Oh, he was like 10% for like, a while there. <laughs> so um, bad. Um, but then again, he's another uh, one of those guys that performs well when everyone else is doing well. You can't yeah, depend on yeah. Chris, but he. But if you give him that kick out for an open three, he's going to shoot that. And when he's going to shoot that and he's got it open and no one respects him, he's going to be like, I'm going to fucking make you respect me. So now he's hitting yeah. those shots. And Chris has that attitude too. He's He has the attitude of like, you know, I'm going to fucking hit the shot in your face. I don't yeah. care how weird my form looks. <laughs> uh, like, And dude, he, Chris is, isn't, is he not one of the best free throw shooters on the team? Like 
He's got such a weird shot for him, but he, get, he, he gets to the line a lot. Yeah. For a lot. guy who and he makes doesn't have them, much of a handle or anything. He has a uh, double-digit points in the last eight games. Wow, yeah. which is wow. huge That's for right. a bench. The best defense of his career. Yep, definitely. Um, definitely. He's best shooting uh, free throw. He's made. He's made at least. He's two shooting threes. seventy-six from the line. And he's made at least two so threes he's a in the career past six games. He's, uh, Let's go yeah, man, Chris has really turned his season around. It's been ever like a since, good month and yeah, a half. I was now. so scared at the beginning of the season. I'm yeah. like, oh no. Yeah. I, ever <laughs> since that, uh, ever since that Cleveland game where we were like, our roster was decimated. Uh, mm. he had that, he had that bad game. Yeah. He completely turned it around. He's completely turned his season around, man. He has just been, he's an essential. Most of the times if you're winning a game, oh, Chris Boucher has a, has a hand in winning that game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. he did that. Yeah. Uh, and then, Luke's guy, man, Malachi Flynn. I didn't think he was going to get time, but Delano got that uh, foul trouble. Malachi came in, didn't just did his thing. Like he hit, he was one for three from three. He had a couple really nice drives. He had one in the uh, first quarter where he went baseline, mm. uh, finished. Yeah, right. the one, the one in the then he had a beautiful, quarter. yeah, man. Yeah, that was nice. Blue by Kelly Oubre. And then and the one hand scooped. Um, looked like Kyle Lowry, like <laughs> he, uh, he looked really nervous at the start, and he made just some like, shaky passes. And I kind of felt bad for him because I was like, man, like anybody would be so nervous in that situation. Like there's been so much oh, yeah. drama with like his dad and everything, and uh, it's yeah. like it's like if he does if he plays bad, like this this probably was like his like do or die moment. Like mm-hmm. if, he, if right. he if he played yeah. bad, that was it. That yeah. was it for him. And one um, and one thing that I was happy about that they did with him is that they played him with Pascal, mm-hmm. so he didn't have the burden of create like he was the secondary playmaker. Yeah, yeah. right. He didn't have to go in like get the guys into their sets. He could just play off Pascal, hit an open three, and attack from that. Yeah. And so he wasn't really having. And I think that's probably a better role for him right now. I mean, I if think he, so too. I don't well, think, he's, think about has it. Like a role when the team's healthy, but yeah, he's that's kind of where Fred started. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an off ball player, and it's just. Uh, Malik has a young guy, right? I mean, you can't put too much pressure on him. Oh, absolutely and, not. And he's a small guy too. But our team, it, 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 he definitely got to take some pressure off, him, which I think was really good. Like Sandra said, playing with Pascal. The asset yeah. of 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 having a guy like Malachi, and something that you just see that one thing that you cannot deny about about Malachi is that his handle looks very very similar to Fred's handle. It does. Like the way that they move the ball, the way they can dribble, penetrate, and then if they're if they're in. Uh, 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 is what was the word I'm looking for? Crowded. When they're crowded down low, they can dribble out of that, which is in a, in a lot of players in the NBA that's impossible. Like, mm-hmm. they, like they're just they use their size, their small size, to their advantage because they keep the ball very low to the ground, yep. and then um, they're able to uh, dribble, penetrate, and if it gets crowded down low, they can actually dribble out of that. And that's one thing I think we see Fred do all the time. He's always dribbling baseline or uh, or from the baseline into the middle, and then he'll just go right out the other side. Whereas there's a lot of players in the NBA who can't do that because they don't have a good enough handle on the ball. Yeah. And, um, you know, developing that handle when he's young like this and stuff, I like, that's, that's the only reason why I could see the Raptors wanting to keep a guy like Malachi around, even just to, just to have is just because you, he's got the Fred esque sort of, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't know. There's a lot of parallels between their games that you could, that you hope to develop him into a guy like Fred. But at the end of the day, I don't really, to be honest, I really can't, I don't really have no idea what their plans are with Malachi. Cause I'm like, I, really wanna... I, I don't really see a world where he's on the team much longer to be honest. But that's the thing is yeah. that I, I, I want to talk about a little bit about this trade stuff too, because yeah, yeah. I have yeah. my own opinion and, and I don't know how that's going to fit in with your guys, but let's finish off with the, the Charlotte game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's like, I've, I've kind of gone through every guy here. Yuta, 
Um, he had a nice Minutes three didn't there. Really, he had a nice three, but just really just didn't really know he was on the court for most of the game. He's yeah. really just not aggressive at all when he catches the ball. He's just looking to move it around, which is not good for the offense. You no. need every guy on the offense to be doing something. I think when he's playing with like the starters, advance the play. I think he's playing with the starters. That's a good mentality to have. But when you're coming off the bench and yeah, trying to beat with that bench role, you want to uh, yeah, you want to keep you want to yeah. be more aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, man, it was just. I don't think there's a ton to take away from this. Like individual performances, guys did well, but the Hornets, like they played no defense. Like no. Miles Bridges was their rim protector for most of the game, which is like awful. Miles Bridges so, this season reminds me a lot of Julius Randle last season. Do you guys vibe with that? Mm, that's interesting. I think he's a better off-ball player. I think he's a much better. Yeah, but as far as I think, I think his shooting will get better. I think, but, uh, like I can see Miles Bridges having like the same like a drop off year next year. Also, <laughs> to be honest. Well, I don't think I don't think Miles is as good as Julius was last year, though. In a way, mm, no, um, yeah, no, no. Yeah, Julius Randle is like an All NBA player. Yeah, no, I, like, I, I think Miles. Is, that, I think but. this is, is who he is. Like, I don't think he might is gonna get much better than this. Mm-hmm. But I think like, you know, around eighteen to twenty points a game with solid passing, and yeah. I think the three point shot will keep he's improving. Last year he was really good. Yeah, he's still, he is. He's yeah. still definitely young. Yeah. So it's like, and he's already. I, I wouldn't give him per game. So I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily. You know. Because Julius Randle, how old is Julius? He's a bunch, quite a bit older. Twenty-seven. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Miles is twenty-three. Yeah, I wouldn't discount him that quick. Uh, but yeah. no, um, I'm not. I'm not saying he's going to drop off completely. I'm just saying, like, I can see him not being more of a run-of-the-mill NBA player as his yeah, career not, goes on. Yeah, not not keeping up this like All-Star level play. Oh yeah. But I don't know, we'll see. It know. depends. I, and, and it also depends on what it. Charlotte does decides to do with their team as well. Because, I mean, Michael Jordan is the fucking owner of the team. Like, I'm sure <laughs> that they're going to want to. You know, acquire some more assets because I mean, like, you get a you get a player like Lamelo Ball, and let's face it, Lamelo Ball is fucking good at basketball. Like he just is, right? Final phases. Yeah. So, but but like, if there's any type of guy that you want to provide a, a team to, it's him, right? Because mm-hmm. if there's any guy who you could hope to bring you to yourself to or your team to a championship, I it'll think, be Lamelo. I think from Charlotte's point of view, if they traded Hayward for Miles Turner, that'd be awesome for them. But I would be so Indiana, mad at Indiana. Absolutely, I'd be so mad at insane. Indiana. Insane. That's yeah. so on brand. But they, man. but no, but they, so on brand it's so on brand. <laughs> I get, like they've talked about doing it. <laughs> I'm just like, God, that'd be an interesting oh, trade, so actually. Just Indiana needs. Well, if I was Indiana an Indiana fan, then I'd, I'd never watch basketball again. If they, I was they gotta blow fan. it up, dude. It's so annoying. They're, like <laughs> yeah, they're, they're well, like, oh, Gordon's this, from uh... Indiana. Shut up! They get it. What? Also, defense would be anyway. That's why they'll never win. Um, yeah, that's that's it. Raptors win, uh, one fifteen to one thirteen. Fun overall game, just good vibes in this one. Yeah, everyone kind of did something. Wait, did you say one fifteen to one thirteen? It was one twenty five. One twenty five, one twenty five to one thirteen. Why do you even watch the game, Sam? Yeah, I didn't like, even watch no, the no, second didn't. half of the game, Sam. <laughs> Come on, bro. God, Sam, just killing the vibe. Uh, so are we doing? Uh, <laughs> just shitting on Sam. Just hang up on him. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Are we doing player of the week? <laughs> Sorry about the first forty minutes of this podcast. Um, yeah, we're gonna mute him now. Do you want to do player of the week first? Or do you want to do trade stuff first? I'm kind of antsy talking about this trade stuff. Well, I don't think player of the week should take that long. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until the end. Let's do player you know? of the week. I didn't even, I didn't even really to honestly decide a player of the week. I think you'll um, probably be the same as us when. when there's, I'll, there's one answer. I think maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we have to say much more. I mean, yeah. he, he, we, we just we, talked we, about we just him. Talked so about much, him. He's he's uh, his playmaking's on a level. His rebounding's been better uh, than Norbert's. His scoring, he's, he's making all the right decisions. Yeah, uh, he's made a total U-turn. 
uh, in my thoughts as a Toronto Raptor. Uh, Even he didn't start the season off very well this no. this season, and now he's been able to. He's at an all, he's playing at an All Star level. Absolutely. If, if, if he was playing at this all season, he'd be a for sure All Star. Um, and the uh, the three point shot looks a little bit better. No, recently. actually, I it was is. gonna say it's because uh, like at least I've just noticed that he's got more. Uh, lift under his shot. It, like it, when he shoots the mm-hmm. ball, it seems like he's got a great arc on it, and yeah. it seems like he's it's got always the power. In it's always in rhythm. It's, yes. is the thing. It's like he's not shooting a ton, but he's catching like off the off the off the uh, catch. He's never yeah. he's never pulling up anymore. Well, it he seems he has the energy year. to shoot those amount of that amount of threes. Yeah. Like like um, you know, he's very. If you look at his center of gravity, it's 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 pretty low. So. Like his, like a lot of his, he's got a very skinny upper body mm-hmm. and, a, and a little bit of a larger lower body. And that's how he's able to, you know, kind of move his legs in the way he does. But the problem with that is that he relies, honestly, for a lot, lot of his three-point shooting on his wrist. Mm-hmm. If you look at his wrist, that's... And, and if you look actually back to, this, to the bubble season, the season he didn't play, perform very well... Um, all a lot of his three point misses were were flat. They were off the side of the rim. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were they just not enough energy to get it there. Yeah, because the ball is coming off his wrist, not because he's actually has the energy from his legs to shoot it. So now when you see him shoot, he's got a little bit more energy. A little bit you, you can see it in the shoulders, and you mm-hmm. can see it in the in the base of his shot and in his legs. Uh, the sh- the shot has a higher arc on it, um, and he feels more confident because he's taking less threes, but he's making more of them, which is you oh. know the Pascal we. No. Yep. Sam, do you know if Basco Reference uh, has a staff for catch and shoot versus off the dribble? Uh, no, but I can do a quick look on basketball. I just, just want to see how much off the dribble he shot last year compared to this year off the, from three. Because I feel like off the, like that's where he was mm. missing all the time last year, and he's not doing that anymore. Right. Um, anyway, and I think that's also the that's the one difference from his uh, All Star year was that he shot a lot of pull up threes, mm-hmm. but mm. that's like literally the only difference. And he's I just think he's a much and he's, he's shooting uh, just a couple percent worse this season than that season. And uh, that was just from the start of the yeah. season. Like recently, yeah. recently yeah. it's been way better. No, oh, much better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we'll just get past Pascal Siakam because we know he's performer of the yeah. week and yeah. he's just been if you guys killing watching, it. If you guys been watching, you know why his defense is insane. <laughs> yeah. Also, like I mean, there's not much more to say about Pascal. True. Um, he is our second All-Star, mm-hmm. hands down. Um, yeah. All right. If you want us to talk some trades or potential trades Let's or trade targets. Trades. Okay. Yeah, because like, I think we're going to do like a bigger trade deadline episode when we get closer yeah. to it. But yeah. there's, there's been a lot of news going around, so it's good to it's – yeah, it's, I'll, I'll talk about trades forever, man. It's so much me fun. Me too, so. dude. I love this time <laughs> of year. I would just want to say this before we begin, and this is probably why I'm not really going to contribute to as much about this part of the conversation. And this is because – I don't think that the Raptors are going to make any big moves before the trade deadline. I think if you look at their past Raptors history, they hardly ever make any trades before the deadline. And I think it's because we're like we're really not looking to win a championship this year. I could see us uh, getting playoff experience, especially for a lot of our young guys and guys like Scotty um, and potentially guys like Delano. Um, I really don't think that there's – I don't really think we're, we're going to see any – meaningful trades until the off season um and and that's just my opinion some and and i don't know i just don't i don't see us making any big trades and and what we would have to give up in order to get these trades i think would we don't want to get rid of our core like we don't want to get we there's definitely guys yeah, they, out there they said they said that pascal og scotty gary. and fred no they didn't say gary they said really? they said fred og uh scotty and pascal are untouchable 
Okay, well, they're untouchable, but I could also see Gary being on that list as well. Like, from what, at least from what I've been reading in some articles, like... Yeah, I, I like, doubt they trade Gary. I doubt they're not line. really... No, they, I don't think they yeah. will, but I think that they're leaving the door open for something like that. If Unless it's just the happen. wildest trade in the world. But, like, uh, yeah, I just, I just couldn't really see them making any moves. And Masai, like, I read another article about how Masai just, like, he's really not into the seven-footer big men type of game. Boy, we know that. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I know. I think, and, like, I think they... I think they I think they got to do something. Though. It depends. I mean, it, it depends. It really depends. I think he's going to have to suck it up and start liking one of them. Well, <laughs> well, I've got a, I've got a maybe, good center right here. Maybe for a season. But, it, I mean, if we if we look the, – the problem is is that if we if we look at the guys who Masai wants to try this new type of basketball with, this, like, centerless basketball, I mean, the guys who we have to work with are all so young. So it's so hard to say that it doesn't work or that we haven't, you know, tried it because we need to wait until Precious is, like, 26 – and Delano's twenty six, and and fucking. Um, I'm not waiting for Fresh isn't good by yeah, that, that, that's a long the, time. The Raptors, the Raptors have always been a long term team, though. Like they've always been a yeah. long term organization. When have we ever seen the Raptors make a, a completely wild trade um, before the deadline? Never. I don't. I don't think any of these trades are like these aren't. These, uh, aren't, these aren't going to be like for like. Sorry, I'm like putting a damper all, on this whole fucking trading, of, but that's just my opinion. Well, that's no, why I, I mean, I I don't think we're making a big trade either, but I think we're gonna make trades. I think, oh yeah, all, we're gonna, I, don't, I, I don't yeah. think I don't think we're trading. Like we're, we already said, we're not trading those four guys. Well, for like sure. Goron and yeah, like, like Goron, we gotta figure that and, out. And uh, like Malachi could be gone. And, I could uh, see that. And there, uh, there's a world maybe. where I doubt. Cam, I don't know. There's a world where Cam gets traded. Cam, as well. Yeah, yeah. I actually was. And, I, um, I would, yeah. You know, like even guys like there's and there's there's a world where Delano or Precious one of them gets moved this deadline. Also, because no. 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 Why not? Why? Yeah. Because I don't want the them guys, to be traded. I why? like Delano and I like Precious. Okay, but here I'm, I, I'm gonna I try, like to put okay. perspective on you. You can't. This is from my experience as a Raptors fan. You cannot get it too attached to players that are on the roster right now. I'm attached to the Toronto Raptors team, so I'm attached to winning basketball games. So I'm. A, it's like I trust Masai Ujiri to do whatever he wants to do. If we, get, I'm, I like Precious, but if we get rid of Precious and bring in Rashawn Holmes, for example. Oh, I'm very happy. I know that makes Sam happy, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, like I, I don't think that I think it's, don't I don't try and think too one dimensional about it because what we get back, could, we're gonna he's gonna be the new Toronto Raptor, and then we're gonna think this way about him in three months. And they're gonna be young know, too. But, the Raptors but, are gonna make a trade for an old player. The only not. reason like they're gonna make a trade for a guy to be with the core. Yeah. The only reason why I say what I'm saying is because. If you look at our track record, we've never been the type of team to make those type of decisions. We're always a developmental, long-term team. But even but they even said that they're looking to be buyers. I know they, they, I know they are looking to be buyers, but that's what I'm saying is what are they willing to give up? I know that they've they've invested a lot in trying to get Precious. They traded Kyle Lowry to get Precious on the fucking well, we, team. We, we, like, we didn't trade Kyle for Precious. Uh, Kyle, had to, Kyle left. I know, he did and leave. And we got Precious in return. I know, but I, I definitely think that Masai was eyeing, eyeing Precious up. There were a lot of teams that were interested was, in Kyle yeah. Lowry, well, yeah. and we, we had an eye out for Precious to develop him. And, and um, like, I just think... I think that why put this effort into developing players if you're just going to trade them? Like, like it just it doesn't but, make any sense to me. Like, I understand. I get the perspective of not getting attached. I'm not. No, it's see, not, that's not. That's what I was going to say. I was just going to say that. Yeah, we put effort into developing, but then we also want to develop them for to higher their trade value so we can get other guys. Yeah, and that's fair and fair enough. But then again, like why? Did, like we could have said the same thing about OG like two years ago. Oh, we should trade OG. I mean, like why not? We could probably get. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think these guys have. I don't think Delano. Like personally, for me. Precious, I think, is a hot, pretty high ceiling, but I would trade Precious for the guys I'm bringing up. Mm. But for me, Delano just, in my opinion, I don't, like, the Delano's ceiling is a really good bench player, and the guys I want to trade for are already 
really good starters. I think he's got like Do- maybe like Do- Donald could be a starter, but I just I see him the, more the, the of like odd, a realistic like, outcome is like Delon Wright sort of. Yeah, that, that's kind of as you're gonna say the exact same thing, but Delon Wright, who's a good, but, really good NBA player, like yeah, NBA but, veteran, but but you just, you just got to evaluate who you think has more potential and who brings more to your team and this and that. And, and that's fair, and and, and I, I I understand that, and I I would respectfully have to disagree. I think Delano's ceiling is much higher. I, I like. Uh, at least personally, okay, so this because is, this is where I think you're buying too much into the he's a Toronto Raptor hype. Like, there's a, there's a lot of guys that are the same skill level as Delano Banton in the NBA. Yeah, but our developmental process is the best in the NBA. That's what I'm saying. We turned it is, Pascal, a 27th pick, into the star of our team. We turned an undrafted Fred Van Vliet into a literal all star. Like, yeah, that's what is. I'm saying. We, have, we like, do a very good developmental team, but wait, why would you, would you not treat Delano in a Miles Turner trade? Let me bring Miles Turner and develop him more. I don't know. It, that's a, and see that's and that's why I'm not like totally off to having these conversations. It's just that I just I don't really think it's realistic. Like I I just I don't think that like that trade would realistically happen. Really? No, that, that's a good I don't point. Know. I don't think it's enough to get. No, no, I'm not saying Delano for Miles Turner. I'm not saying. Oh, that. yeah, I'm that's saying, what I'm saying. I'm saying it's like in, in like... all the situations that I can think of where we have to trade somebody, we have to give up too much, and like. And and it, and it's just like for me, I just don't see that that being worth it. Like like you, yeah, what do you? Why I mean, do you, what I have mean? to still hear <laughs> I mean, some of your guys. That's what I was gonna say. I mean, you don't know, you don't know what we're giving up. I know, but but I've already heard us talk about this before. We've had little conversations about trades, and I don't know. At least I'm only I'm just coming from the perspective of okay. Of, let's give you let's give your ideas, and then we'll see what you think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um. Um. You want to? Do you want to go ahead first? Or? Okay. Sure. So a big one. I was. I. I mean, we already talked about Jakob Pertl. Um. Like I'm talking yeah. about him. Yeah, I, I put him off talking yeah. about because. Yeah, cause, so I just want to mention that he he is a uh, he's uh, is a dog. I, <laughs> I know. I can hear. Um, I don't know if the mic's gonna pick that up, but that's hella uh, annoying, that, bro. That's loud. I never heard. I know they had a dog, but I didn't hear that. Uh, Jakob Pertl. Um, he's a 26 year old. He's seven foot one, shooting 60 percent from the field. He has this, the nicest touch around the rim and. That is the type of big I think would thrive with our roster, especially with Pascal's playmaking right now. I think Pascal could find ways to get uh, Jakob open. He draws the double team, and the Jakob's right there. He's a seven foot one guy. He can just literally bear, uh, easily dunk the ball. Um, having just a big a defensive anchor in the in the paint, too. he's a great defensive player um, and a re- great defensive rebounder as well. And I just I just really think that Jakob would add so 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 much to the roster. He's also averaging four offensive rebounds a game too. So, um, he's, he's one of the best O-board guys in the league, which the yeah. Raptors do love, right? They love yeah. the O-boards. So uh, I think, but the thing is, I think the asking price might be a, uh, quite a bit higher right now yeah. for Jakob because he's been playing really good recently. Um, so as yep. far as what to give up, um, like I, I wouldn't give Gary in a trade for Jakob right now. No. Um, no. But like if we, like I would throw, maybe like, I, would, I would throw a young like Delano, I'd throw Delano in with like a, I, I'd give a first round pick for Jakob Pertle. I would honest. too. Yeah. So Delano and a Especially first round this, pick this... for Yaka We have to make the money work. Well, you a need more. and Drajic, and then yeah, something then else would come back. We'd probably, yeah, we'd, we'd probably be like, I guess, I'm trying to think of this really quickly. It would probably be like, uh, pull the trade machine. Same, you can bring a guy. I've, I've really, I'm really, um, thought about. Like, I, I mean, I've thought about. I haven't got a chance to talk about Yakubatan yet on the pod. Um, I, I think, when I'm th- so when I'm thinking about trade targets, there's two types of players I'm thinking of. One is a big man, but not just any big man. I think that's kind of what mm. Masai has been. It's not like that they're against adding a big man, but it's like they really want to get the right guy, I think. And not Aaron Baines. Th- not Aaron <laughs> exactly. Baines, Anyone but Aaron <laughs> that, Baines. <yeah. laughs> and I, I think this season they went like, 
Like I think uh, like Precious is a very, t- um, I mean, other than the offensive ability, but that kind of defensive impact, maybe a bit bigger. But because this is such a weird team that it really needs a really um, specific guy to fit with them. I think Jakub mm-hmm. is great at that. I, my ideal guy, who I think will be a bit cheaper than Jakub because he's a bit, little bit older, but it's Rashawn Holmes from the yeah, Kings. He's 28. He's on an amazing contract, uh, about 11 or 12 million a year f- over the next four years. I can't believe he signed that. He's shooting. Also, I know. <laughs> he's shooting 70 percent from the field. Mm-hmm. 70. Uh, he's giving you about 12 and eight. Uh, really like versatile defender. Like he actually kind of fits a lot of what the Raptors like to do. Like he can switch out. He's not the rim protector that Jakob is, but he's better than anyone else on the team. Um, and I think he would actually really fit the Raptors in the way on defense that we don't have to like, like with a guy like Miles Turner, you kind of have to play a traditional drop scheme. Yeah. But with Rashawn Holmes, he can be that switchy, like not to an elite level, but he can definitely hold his own at that. Uh, offensively, he is maybe the best roller in the NBA. Uh, think of Ken Birch, but on like steroids. Yeah, and um, then like him, his push shot is insane. And I, cause, like, him and Pascal would be a crazy one-two punch. Well, crazy. And, and like trading a guy like Cam too, um, if we could get him involved in that sort of trade. I mean, he, mm-hmm. they're similar ages. I, I think if we trade for a center, Cam's getting traded. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but it would have to be Kem and like another. Yeah, so like piece. this Yaka one I just came up with. It would be I put Kem Delano in a twenty twenty three first for Yaka Pirtle, and that that worked out salary wise. And I think that yeah, I, it would I have think, to be that. I think that works out pretty well for both teams, to be honest. Maybe like Shem, I guess he's Champagne being included in something. Mm. Um, Can he be? He's on a, he's on two way. Can we trade two? Oh, that yeah, makes it difficult. Yeah, yeah, never mind. That makes it difficult. Um, I just think right, like to get these guys, you're gonna have you just you have to give up to get and either Precious or uh, Delano are being like are, is going to be that guy at this point because I don't think the Raptors want to trade any of their top five guys at this point. Like I think they're all just too important to the team. Yeah. Like I don't think trading Gary for a center like we need Gary, yeah, that keeps, Gary that, spacing and, so badly. And I don't think that yeah and I don't think that moves the needle for us. We just don't have a, a person to fill that role. Yeah. And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't make us any better if we because we're losing yeah. out when we're, we're gaining a center yeah. but we're also losing out spacing. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, um, I also so another thing with Rashawn is he doesn't provide spacing in the three point shot, but his spacing is almost in a way like he's so dangerous in the pick and roll mm-hmm. and for like dump offs and stuff that teams can't like say Pascal is driving to the rim, that guy that center at the rim can't help over on Pascal the same way because if he does Pascal is going to give it to mm-hmm. Rashawn yeah definitely and that's that's a bucket every time and that's one thing or we if don't he have right Pascal, now. no because teams are fine letting. Like, you've talked about this a lot, Luke. Teams don't care about pressures on the offensive end. Like, they'll just leave them. Mm -hmm. Um, My ideal version of the Raptors is where you have a guy like Rashawn or Jakob with a guy like Precious, because I think Precious' defense is that good. Mm -hmm. And if you can play him in, like, spot minutes... Like, think about playoff time. Precious is the kind of defensive center you want out there in the playoffs, because he's so versatile, uh, can run the floor. Uh, It's just the offensive end, obviously. But, uh, yeah, Rashawn is the guy I really want. And there was a report that the Kings have made most of their guys available. It was, it was um, like everybody except for Tyrese and, uh, and, De'Aaron. and De'Aaron. Yeah, I I guess this would be a lot easier if the Raptors just signed Rashawn Holmes uh, this summer, which I thought they were going to do. But um, <laughs> I really thought they were going to. Uh, we'll, have to get, we'll have to get in the hard way now, I guess. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, like, and even you're talking about his spacing, he's shooting 62% from uh, – 10 to 16 feet uh and he's taking 25 percent of his shots from there 
So you shoot them at yep. a high clip. Um, yep. No, I mean, like, and something that you mentioned about uh, Rashawn is that he can keep up and like transition, which something that kind of worries mm-hmm. about Jacob is that he he's very slow. Um, yeah. But then again, also our half court off, he would help our half court offense more than anything. So our half court offense. Oh, Rashawn is, would help it so much. Rashawn and Jacob too. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. um, uh, yeah, like Jacob was very slow, so transition, he wouldn't really be relevant in that situation. But um, having him a guy like him in a half court offense, where like literally, even like because zones kill us. So if we can, he's a mm-hmm. good passer too, Jacob. So getting him yep. even in the middle of the zone and doing like the whole Marcus Saul type deal as, as seven foot one would be awesome. Like and he, I think he'll get better as a playmaker on the Retron Raptors, just because we we do that. Super, how how young is Jacob? Twenty five. Twenty six. 26 so he's yeah. like these are guys like i don't want to trade for a guy who's older than pascal or fred well rashawn is like a year Rashawn's old 28, but i want a guy like I mean, yeah in that age range 28 but if you're gonna younger. give up cam and maybe another piece then what's the really the big deal because yeah exactly like cam, you're getting Cam's like same age as rashawn i think or something like that or cam's 29 i think and if you have a and say you're for the next four years you have a center rotation of rashawn holmes precious achua and Precious is only going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, or And then maybe when Rashawn is 32 and he's up for a contract and maybe he's not the same player he was at 28, and then maybe Precious is that guy um, to take over I, that, that full-time responsibility. I think Rashawn's like our – I think we're the perfect receiver of Rashawn Holmes right now. Yeah, I, mean, us I, or I, don't, I don't think very many, I don't think very many other teams are going to give up much for Rashawn Holmes. Um, I hope not because we <laughs> definitely not, don't <laughs> have the best. We don't have the craziest offer. I go a first though for him also. I want to go. I want too, I, I'm, I'm cool again. One or even two firsts this this deadline, dude. Like I'm. Yeah. If, I, if it, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with our with our young guys. I don't need us to, to grind the draft like that right now. We have Scotty. Like I'm mm-hmm. good. We can get some second round players. Um, like I, the Raptors have never been a means, team to grind the draft either. No, we're, we haven't been. We 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 draft late always. Anyway, we honestly. I think in years past we've honestly given away a lot of our picks. We had we gave one uh, <laughs> we even away to San Antonio, uh, yeah. to Memphis, and that yep. Marcus Saul trade. Um, and honestly, if if it means giving up maybe some more draft capital and keeping a guy like Delano, then I'm probably doing that as well. Yep, yep. Um, and letting Delano grow into that backup uh, guard role. Yep, for sure. Um, and then you're just basically just adding talent because you're giving up a guy like Cam who hasn't really played a ton this year, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um. And just you're just upgrading that. Like Rashawn Holmes, the best way to describe him is Kem Birch, but better at every single thing. Yeah, like he's a nice a floater too. Like, like that's floater, kind of exactly the floater. Is, he's is maybe he? the best floater Six in the ten. league. Six ten, so bigger. Yeah. Um, no, Kem yeah, Rashawn Holmes is like known for his floater too. And uh, like honestly, mm-hmm. Kem Birch is not going to get better than he is now. No, definitely no. not. No, so. Kem Birch, he is who he is. But he's yeah, getting he worse he with all the injuries. Yeah. So. Um, so, man, yeah. Uh, let's. So those yeah, are so the, listen those up. Are, trade us a fucking. Injured ass Kem Birch. <laughs> yeah, I know you want him, Sacramento. I know yeah. you want Kem Birch. I guess we should, anyway, but like, we should lie if they're listening. Dude, Kem Birch is like the god, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. y'all want him. Yeah. You know, you know, you know all our Sean Holmes or Yaka Pro. Would you, yeah. would you trade Kem for DeAndre Ayton? I don't, I don't know if I would. <laughs> no, I mean, Kem's too valuable. They would. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think Toronto would do that. No way. <laughs> dude, can you imagine we got DeAndre Ayton? Oh my god. Um, hey, okay, he's a stricter so, rage in the summer. Let's uh, let's let's move away from the center talk really quick. I also another version of we won't, we need to bolster our bench too. That's been a big thing what we've been talking yep. about, and I think we need to bolster our bench with three and D players because we have none. Mm, yeah, it's 
exactly. So and uh, all the potential ones we have are too young. Yeah, or just yep. or just only doing one of the three. Yeah, or, you know, yeah. And the, the, <laughs> the, the, or Spee's doing either. <laughs> yeah. No, Spee's not giving you anything. And, and Utah's defense is fine, but his shooting isn't yeah. good. Um, so one that uh, one that I have had my eye on is Kenrich Williams of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, Kenny dude. Um, he's, he's a 6'6 small four. He's shooting 38% from three this year. Um, shot 44% last season. And uh, averaging seven points a game. He's just a great complimentary piece. And just having him off the bench as a shooter. And, like, uh, again, we, he could turn into a SV also. Because I've mentioned this before where I think the Raptors have a problem in implementing shooters off their bench. Um mm-hmm. But uh, maybe we can learn from our mistakes here, and uh, and he can play defense. He can. His nickname. His nickname is literally Kenny Hustle. <laughs> so, yeah. So and uh, you could get him for a second round pick. That's what I was gonna say. We can get him for. We can and we can honestly like uh, dump off Goran and take in Derek Favors too in that or something. Um, sure. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, we can we can get because Cambridge is way past what Oklahoma Oklahoma City's age age range. He's twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Their average age is like twenty one. So um, no, yeah, I think they. I think they're. I think he's gonna get traded this this uh deadline because why wouldn't they trade him get a, and get a second yeah. round pick so uh i'd love to see us in the sweepstakes for that because i just think I love he, it. he'd fit so that's well a, that's such a deep cut pick man i know <laughs> kendrick williams uh i've got one more this guy will be super cheap as well um another sort of in that mold bench wing uh gary harris from the magic who's mm-hmm. had a really ni- nice or better year um shooting yep. about 36 percent from three good defense can handle the ball a little bit uh, he makes about the same contract as Goron, and he's on expiring. So, like Goron in a second round pick, just swapping contracts. Um, <laughs> if you thought Goron was going to play Toronto, <laughs> yeah, he's also 27, <laughs> and he's an unrestricted free agent. So maybe signing him to like a small deal in the summer would be kind of interesting. Um, but just a complimentary eighth, ninth, tenth man sort of guy, and we kind of need those. Like our bench, like there's guys who have potential to be good off the bench, but we just don't have anyone who we know what we're getting from night to night. Yeah. Than Chris. Yeah. Totally. And yeah. so Gary Harris kind of provides a little more like veteran stability on that end. Yeah. And his defense is good too. Oh, uh, Scotty Barnes is back. Van Vliet remains out. Okay. I, I'm glad. I'm glad. That's I'm glad to be honest. Yeah. That's yeah. honestly great news. I'm cool. Fred sitting longer. Yeah. <laughs> rest, rest up. Yeah, homie. Please Fred. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's not worth it. Take two weeks off, dude. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's fact. I just don't want you to tear your ACL. Yeah, fuck. Um, get, one of, get in one of those, like, cryo chambers or whatever. Yeah. Spend a month in there. Oh, um, man, I was watching our clip from today, and that was kind of eerie. Like, we were talking about, oh, guys are going to get injured. I know, and here it is. And, uh, yeah, man. Well, it's honestly, it's really not even that, like, crazy of a prediction because, dude, it's just like... Oh, that's how it goes. Like when, Rose, yeah, when, when was the last time, you know, you were overexerting yourself and you pulled something or something like that? I mean, like, they're just... They're not they're not any more or less human than you, so, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, the other yeah. day when I was shoveling, I... Yeah, <laughs> Sam was a superhuman that day. Yeah. But, uh, Sam, but Sam's, when Sam shovels, it's a, he's a whole other human. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. Not, he's not even human. He's like an alien. No, he transcends into uh, be a, a godlike being. Yeah, no, you guys got to see it. It's just like whenever <laughs> you watch like, Sam shoveling snow, it's just like... It's just a bright light in a snowsuit, and you're just like, what the fuck, man? It's like seeing heaven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just hovering over the snow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam just like no just wills the snow yeah, out of the way. Say, it's like Moses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even like shovel the snow. It's like uh, Doctor Strange. He like just <laughs> transports it somewhere else. <laughs> He's the horse. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Fucking right into the right into the Mojave Desert. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god classic oh, man. 
Um, all right. Are we uh, Are we good? I think we're good, man. I want to wa- watch this game. It's coming up soon. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be so good. I can't watch I it. I have just gotta, enough time to cook my noodles. I can't watch I got to do school. Mm. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I'm going to watch it tomorrow, though. I'll probably hide the scores <laughs> second, so I don't have any spoilers. It'll be a good game. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Yep. Yep. All right. Okay. Uh, well, looking ahead. Look, yeah, it's looking ahead. Yeah, look, uh, we got Chicago. <laughs> Chicago tonight. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that game on uh, Sunday. No Lonzo, no Caruso, because uh, Grace Nellen is a murderer. Right. Uh, An absolute no menace Zach in the Levine. league. No Zach, Zach. Levine, Zach Levine out. I don't think he's back tonight. Yeah, he's still out with he, that knee yeah, thing. He came back last game. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. Oh. So unless okay, so he probably gets back then. Yeah. So we're going against. Uh, we still got. We're going against three all stars. So, yeah. Um. That'll be it. Well, it'll be a tough game. Um, their defense isn't fantastic though. So, without without Lonzo no. and Crusoe. So, um, yeah. And then we got uh, we got Miami. Miami on the Saturday night. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. nice. And uh, nice. We, I mentioned this a couple days ago to these guys. It's, our next eight games are against the same four teams. Yeah. <laughs> play yeah. Miami yeah. twice, Chicago twice, Charlotte twice, and Washington twice. To be honest, that that'll be that's fine. I mean, not Washington. I don't Good really teams. fucking want to see Washington ever again. But but uh. <laughs> The Miami games, the Charlotte oh, games. Oh, it's Atlanta. Sorry, it's not Washington. Oh, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, oh, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all those games, I'm fine <laughs> watching twice. Yeah. It gives each yeah. team a chance to kind of go head to head. I'm, I'm actually kind of excited to watch those games. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just go five and three. Let's sweep one team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, right. without any yeah. further ado, uh, that'll be the end of this podcast. So, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, make sure to comment, and to subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcast, make sure to leave us a rating. And also, please leave us a review. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Rap Chat Podcast, where we post new clips of the show every single week. Before we head out of here, I'm your host, Luke Dick. I'm Elias Eldridge. <laughs> and I'm Sam Kenny. <laughs> Alrighty. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Peace. Peace.